Almost all my life they told me that I couldn't Dreaming every night they told me that I shouldn't Told me that I should've quit That I'll never finish it That I'll never reach the top But no one knows that I exist But I kept climbing Kept grinding every day And I kept writing Everything I had to say Now they wanna shut me up Shut me in, shut me out Yeah I'd be mad too If someone made me shut my mouth But it's different When you never had a voice When no one ever listened So you never had a choice Never had a path Only people in your way Never had a man Welcome to another episode of Too Much Potar as we are getting really excited for the playoffs and we're going to, you know, we're going to, you're going to know, you already know our names, but you're going to get to know all the, all the names of the players on the teams in the posters right now as we had that little song there at the beginning called My Name by From Ashes to New. So that's, you're going to end up knowing everyone's names. Somebody's going to come out and be a, a star is going to be born here in the postseason, so we'll see what happens. Now we got wild cards, the uh, first wild card tonight with the Brewers and Nationals. Max Scherzer going come, going on the mound for the Nationals uh, against Zach Davies for the Brewers, and uh, Nationals came out and said they're going to be going with Scherzer for probably six, seven, six or seven innings, and then going to Stra- Steven Strasburg for the last few innings. So I. We're gonna get into more of, of predictions and stuff like that, but I I don't think I don't know if the Brewers really have much of a shot against that. So yeah, so that's that's tonight that game, and then you got tomorrow night the wild card Rays and the A's, and uh, I got my I got the Scorecrow creator uh, Johnny Black on here for us. So thanks for coming on the show, Johnny. What's going? Yeah, I I have to agree with you. With I don't think the I don't think the Brewers have much of a shot tonight. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's one. It is one game because like we we talked about on on Tom's uh, what's his last name? Tom. Tom Green's podcast. Uh, yeah, last night. Uh, yeah, Tom Green's podcast is what we did. We were both me and Johnny were on last night, and we we all talked about how we don't really see the Brewers having much of a shot. But we also talked about. Um, if the wild card should be three game series, and you know, if it's just one game, anything can happen. You know, Brewers can get one home run off of off of Scherzer, and then that could be it. It could be one nothing game. So, in one game, any any anything can happen. So, we'll see. Yeah, an error, a, a boop single, a bounce, you know, a bad bounce, a bad call. Like, you know, that's it comes down to the one game. So, yeah. but you know, like we talked about yesterday, I mean, I'm for the three game series. And I said, you know, we talked about last night. Like I said, they should shorten the season and make the playoffs a little more extensive. But um, with the one game, 
you know, if you play 162 games and you put yourself in a position to only be a wild card, well, this is what you get. You have to play the one game to get in. So yeah. that's what it is. Yeah, so we got 10 teams uh, in the postseason. Obviously, the teams I said, the Rays, the A's, Nationals, Brewers, and then you got the Yankees and Twins. They'll be playing each other uh, for the ALDS. And then the Astros will be playing the winner of the Rays and A's. And then you got the Cardinals and Braves facing off of each other. Um, and then, obviously, the Dodgers will be playing the wild card winner. So the, those are the teams in it. And now there's going to be a, in at least uh, in about a month and a half, we're going to be seeing the, the one team standing. So it'll be exciting. Yeah, yeah, it should be. I mean, uh, you know, just just when you think the, the the teams are, everyone's got the different opinions on who's better and whatever. But you know, we, we'll have to see. Someone gets hot, a couple guys in the lineup get hot. You get a hot pitcher, yeah, that just finds something. You know, you know, you just never know in the postseason. No, that's why we watch. Yep. So. What I want to start off with, just uh, going going through like the ten playoff teams that I mentioned there, and kind of going over their the team awards, like MVP, Cy Young, and also maybe maybe some of the biggest surprises, biggest uh, uh, flops, biggest plays, uh, best games, best some of the biggest storylines. We don't have to mention all of them for every team, but kind of go over some of the biggest ones that that we think of. So I guess we can start off with. Uh, number one seed in the American League in the Houston Astros. So I'll start with you, Johnny, for that. For you can start you can do anything. Start with the MVP if you want. Yeah, well the MVP has to be Alex Bregman. He might actually win the MVP of the American League. Yes, Trout was great. You know, he missed missed some time at the end of the year there. But um I think Bregman's going to get some votes for the AL MVP. So he's obviously the MVP of the Houston Astros. Yeah. He's played the whole season. He moved up. Shortstop with Correa was down. Altuve was out for a stretch. Springer was out for a stretch. You know, obviously the starting pitching is dominant. But Bregman's showing he, he's, he's a top player. I mean, he's top. He's probably top three, at least top five in Major League Baseball. Yeah. At this point, and the kids be what 24, 25 years old, already yeah. won a World Series. He's got postseason experience. I mean, so I, I think hands down it's Bregman, as far as the team MVP. And then you have the two the two studs at the top of the rotation, Colin Verlander. I mean, what more can you say about it? Verlander last start of the season on Saturday gets his three thousandth career strikeout, his three hundredth strikeout of the season. Um, will be in the Cy Young voting, as will Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole is – he's been amazing this year, which looks great for him heading into a free agent season yeah. at 29 years old. You know, he's he's going to get paid. Um, by whom, we don't know yet. I mean, it's going to be interesting. going to be the sweepstakes. Yeah. Much like Machado and Harper were last offseason, Cole is the big fish in the sea as far as this offseason goes. But um, I, yeah, so yeah. I'd have to mention those three guys. The surprise to me, I mean, the AL Rookie of the Year is probably going to be from the Astros too and Jordan Alvarez. Yeah. 
the dude is just raked as soon as he came up. So he's been a welcomed addition. Um, I honestly don't see a weakness on this team. They're just so they're just so good. Yeah, that's you can't really find. You have to look really deep to find, even find any you know weaknesses. So yeah, I agree. I agree with all your picks there for the MVP is Bregman for me too. Uh, Cy Young, you mentioned that both Cole and Verlander, and those would be the top two for the American League Cy Young. So it'll be it's definitely really close. The voting down is going to be close for those two. So I don't know. It's kind of hard to pick one because it's they're they've both been so impressive for the Astros all year. So it's, you can't really say one. So I guess I'll just say that for the Cy Young of the Astros is it's kind of like a co Cy Young for, for that. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, well, I like like Randy Johnson and Kurt Schilling were back in like two thousand one, two thousand two for the Diamondbacks. Yeah, they were kind of the one two one one A like one and one A. You know what I mean? They both were great. And that's the la- That's actually the last time, I believe, the last time teammates finished one-two in the Cy Young, Cy Young voting was back in two thousand two when Johnson won and Schilling finished second. Yeah, uh, I guess we can move on to the next team. So Yank- that'll be the Yankees at uh, number two seed in the American League. So I, I guess I'll start with this for. Well, MVP has got to go to DJ LeMay. He was the, he was the the big biggest free agent signing for the Yankees, and everybody was questioning what happened. But then he turned out to be so impressive for the Yankees all year, you know, hitting for average, and he had his most home run total of his career. He had finished with, uh, I believe it was 24, 25 home runs. So he had a really good season, and just coming in, hitting in any situation, driving in runs. Just like what more, more can you uh, what more can you say about the guy? He's just he's definitely been the Yankees MVP, and with all the injuries they've had they've had all year, as we talked about before, that you know he's he was able to be the consistent guy there with through all the through all the injuries, and uh, I don't think the Yankees would have won maybe they wouldn't have won the division if they didn't have him, so. I mean, still not saying they wouldn't have for sure, but they they might not have had been got to 100 wins. So yeah, that's the MVP. Uh, Cy Young, it's a tough one because the Yankees pitching is has been in, inconsistent all year. But I, oh, it's kind of hard because it's got like they they're pitching well. James Paxton, I, I can say James Paxton maybe, but he was he had like a slow first half. And kind of just he took off in the second half, especially the last couple of months. He's been he had you know eight wins in a row to end the season. So you can go you can say James Paxton maybe uh, Masahiro Tanaka definitely has has had good starts. So I I guess I'd go with Paxton just because the way he finished off the season and he's kind of you know took the role of. Uh, Maybe kind of kind of an ace of the Yankees staff. So I guess yeah, that would be the Cy Young for the Yankees. Uh, biggest surprise. Uh, well, there's been a lot of surprises for the Yankees this year. You know, with obviously with all the injuries. Uh, hello, can you hear me? Hello. Yeah, can you hear me? Can you hear me? 
Yep. All right. I could, it got cut off again. I don't know. Yeah, I know it's my phone. Sorry. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> I have to stay on uh, top yeah. of this thing. Like. Yeah. But uh, I was saying, biggest surprise for the Yankees has been a lot of surprises. It's kind of hard to pick one with the, you know, they've had all the injuries and they've had players come up from the minor leagues that have been absolutely uh, really good players, re- really key additions. And, you know, it's, it's the next man up mentality the Yankees have had all year. You know, Gia Urshela has been, I'd probably say he's the biggest surprise. He just came in uh, before he was traded to the Yankees. You know, everybody, like, you know, he, he had really good defense uh, when he was on the Indians and the Blue Jays, but he never really had the offense, and then this year he just comes in and, you know, hits, hits over 300, drives in a bunch of runs, and he showed off his defense uh, again, and he's just been – I've just never expected that to happen. You know, Miguel Andujar started off the season uh, as the Yankees' starting third baseman, but then he got – you know, obviously he got injured after the season. And then Rochella comes up from Triple A and you know just goes off and but yeah he's been one of their he's probably been their their main surprise but then there's also been you know Mike Talkman Mike Talkman started off slow beginning of the year but then he got get he got a bunch of chances after all the injuries and then he kind of he 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 had really good numbers and he's really impressive in the outfield has a has a good arm and now he's uh, it's, it was tough for him to go down for the season. Just a couple, about a month ago, he went down for the season. So it, another injury, but it was he's a, he was definitely a surprise too. So him and I'd say him and Rochelle are probably the biggest surprises for the Yankees. And then I guess moving on to biggest weakness, biggest weakness in the Yankees is definitely the pitching. And it's going to be tough to see if they if they end up going, getting past the Twins, the Astros get out, move on to the ALCS, but whoever whatever they face, either the A's or the Rays. But if they, if that's the ALCS, it's going to be tough for the Yankees to match up with the Astros pitching. So it'll be that they'll have to you know get to their Astros pitching. They're going to have to uh, use their bats a lot and. They can't get shut down. If they get shut down, then they really don't have much of a shot, uh, in my mind. But uh, Johnny, do you want to do your your uh, Yankees awards? Yeah, I'll throw on the Yankee. I mean, I agree with you. Um, one of the guys I will want to mention for the Yankees, as far as a surprise, I mean, I agree with you, DJ Lemayhu. I'd like to throw in Gleyber Torres in there too, because okay. the kid's really coming up. I mean, he was a rookie last year. He's, you know, I mean, he stepped in. He moved around the infield a little bit. He and DJ both did. And uh, Torres is showing why he was a, you know, a top pick, why he was, you know, so coveted when the Yankees traded Chapman a few years ago, you know, and why they wanted Gleyber Torres. He's showing it. Kid's still young. He's got power. He can play the field up the middle. Uh, So I would throw him as, like, co-MVP. So to speak, because yeah. he's been fairly healthy all year. Uh, what did he play? 130 games this year, 140 games. So he's been pretty healthy too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so <clears throat> I give I give Gilbert Torres a little credit. Also, one of the big surprises to me, honestly, um, is Luke Voigt. I'd have to throw him in there. I I agree with Gio Urshela because his offense oh, was yeah. never there 
all of a sudden he started hitting this year. And the weird thing I just wanted to mention too, the weird thing about DJ LeMayhew, career high in home run after he gets out of course field, it's kind of weird. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? It is, it is yeah. so strange. So the balls aren't juiced. Come on. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Exactly. Like that's a little strange. But anyway, aside from that, I'd yeah. like to mention because a lot of people a lot of people again expecting Greg Bird this year, unfortunately, had injuries again. Uh, I don't know if the guy's ever gonna see the field. But um yeah. you know, a lot of people liked him, but they were cautious, just as, uh, mm-hmm. you know, especially a lot of fantasy baseball owners this year were cautious on Luke Voigt because he had a great stretch last year. But that was the end of the year. That was half a season. Yeah. And the guy, you know, it was his first year in the majors last year. He showed well. But what was he going to do in a full season in the major leagues? You know, and he's he's proved he hits the ball hard. You know, yeah. he's got some decent discipline. You know, he's he's arguably the best first baseman in the American League. Honestly, yeah, just, all the great are in the National League. <laughs> no. You know, I mean, so aside from aside from probably Jose Abreu and maybe this year Dan Vogelbach from Seattle, yeah. I put Luke Voigt up at least top three first baseman in the American League this year. Yeah, so he's been, little, that. he's been a little bit of a surprise for me that he's kept this going yeah. this year. But you know, other than that, yeah, James Paxson's the ace. He's Tanaka's got the experience and everything. And now you guys yeah. got Severino back. Um, don't know how much they're going to stretch out Severino. I'm sure they're trying to stretch him out more. It seems that way yeah. the past few games. Um, Tanaka, like I said, Tanaka's got the experience, but Paxton's got the best stuff. Yeah. Paxton, Paxton is Paxton is a Cy Young caliber pitcher if he puts it all together. Yeah. You know, and he's and like you said, eight straight wins to end the season. He's finding his groove, getting in it. So, you know, as a twins fan, I'm scared of Paxton. I'm not really scared of the other guys. No. Paxton scares me though. Because he, he when he's on, he's just as good as anyone else. Definitely. Yeah. So I'll move on to my twins. <laughs> Being we're playing each other. Oh uh, yeah. So you want to go first? Yeah. But um as far as the twins go, um MVP for the twins, it's a tough one to call because they've all stepped up this year. But honestly, yeah. I gotta probably throw Nelly Cruz in there. I know he's the DH and I know he missed a few games in the beginning of the year. But the dude came in. He's 38 years old. He had 40 home runs. And I think – I know we talk about it a lot and stuff like that, but I think he had such a great influence on the locker room. Veteran guy, you know, kind of took some players under his wing. I mean, Sano has produced better this year, and that was part of why they signed Cruz because they felt that a veteran player like him could kind of bring Sano along, have him mature a little bit, you know. Uh, Polanco had a career year this year. Max Kepler has been great. He might actually win a gold glove in right field. I mean, his defense has mm-hmm. improved incredibly. He had 36 home runs. He's finally starting to hit lefties again, which he showed a little last year. So, I mean, it's the bats in general, but I think Nelly Cruz was a large part of that this year. So, I think bringing him in was a huge thing for the Twins. Just from the veteran presence, plus the 40 home runs doesn't hurt. So, I would give I would give the team MVP to him. As far as the pitching goes, I mean, Barrios can be an ace. He's had a good year. 
I'd have to give it to him, but also a nod to the bullpen because the bullpen's been deep this year, which is something we really haven't had past few years. But Taylor Rogers and guys like that, Taylor Rogers has been a, a rock there. So I'd have to give the bullpen a nod too, as far as Cy Young, Barrios, and Taylor Rogers. And then, uh, I don't know, surprise this year. Surprise this year has to be Mitch Garver. I mean, the kid's 28 years old. He's a late bloomer. And I believe he had 31 home runs this year as a catcher. Mm. I mean, no, we expected him to hit. but His defense has actually come around a lot this year, which is great because Jason Castro's on the last year of his deal. And the reason we brought him in a few years ago is partly because we wanted a defensive catcher. Now, Castro's a decent player. He can hit a little bit, takes his walks, got some pop from the left side of the plate. But Mitch Garver has shown this year that, I mean, honestly, this year, we'll see if he can do it again in a full season next year and everything like that. But honestly, Mitch Garver this year was probably the best catcher in the AL overall. When you look at defense and the hitting, I mean, and he's like we said, my name, like the world's going to know my name. He's he's a guy that I could see making a name for himself in the playoffs because no one knows who he is. Yeah, you know, and for a catcher to play above average defense, to hit thirty-one home runs in his first full season in the majors, pretty impressive. So I definitely that's that was definitely a welcome surprise. Yeah, I, I agree with all your your picks. I, you know, Cruz. I think Cruz is probably their uh, their team MVP. You know, obviously Jorge Polanco is definitely in the in that conversation as well. They've they both had really good seasons. It's I don't know, I don't really have much to much else to add to that. But you know, Barrios is the Cy Young. I I agree with that one too. And the, as you said, the bullpen has been impressive, and that can be what. You know, it gets them past the Yankees. That the bullpen, you know, the Yankees bullpen has has been all good all year, but uh, they, I don't know, it might be might be tough in the postseason, especially if they the, they might be you know tired out after this after the season. They've been used a lot, so we'll see what happens with the. Well, I think it's it's going to come down to the bullpens in that in that series, honestly, because uh, well, I mean they're going to be hitting a lot of home runs as we talked about on Tom Green's pod last night, but. I think the whoever can, you know, shut down in the later innings, shut the team down in the later innings is going to end up being the one that wins the series. Yeah, it's going to be the pitching that – it's going to be the pitchers on which side that keep the balls in the ballpark. Yeah. It's not going to be easy. Both teams hit over 300 home runs this year. It's insane. Yeah. First, you know, and up, and... oh, go the thing is, thing is, too, up and down the lineup, both lineups – Everyone hits home runs. Yeah. It's not just it's not just depending on say like Judge and Stanton or Nelly Cruz and Max Kepler. It's like everybody. You got Rosario, Polanco, Mitch Garver. On the Yankee side, you still got Torres, you got Sanchez, DJ LeMay. You got everybody. I mean, from one through nine on both lineups, any one of those guys could ball. Yeah. It's just a matter of who's gonna get hot and like you said, the bullpens. Because I don't, I don't see comparing their starting pitching. I don't see either side 
with really an ace. I mean, I know, like I said, Paxton and Berrios. Okay. But other than that, I don't see the starters lasting that long. No. Especially the, uh, the Yankees, like the last few weeks of the season, they kind of did like a – what's the word for it? Like they – they had, they started with the starter and then they you know they bounced off of the starter with another starter like they had had the first one go four innings and then the next one go whatever three innings so they tried yeah. that so that might be something they do they just go try to go four innings with Severino say or or Paxton and then go with the next one go with like a Tanaka or somebody like that afterwards or even CC Sabata because he'd be in the bullpen too. So. I think you're gonna see that. You're definitely gonna see that more and more. A league wide, not just the Yankees and Twins, but I think, yeah. with the exception of, with the exception of like Verlander, Cole, Scherzer, Kershaw, with the exception of guys like that, honestly, I think you're going to see a lot. Yeah, and especially with the Yankees and Twins, they're not going to want their pitching to see guys the third time around, maybe even not the second time around, really. So, I mean, I think you're going to see a lot of that, like three innings here, three innings there, three innings there. Yeah. You know, because the Twins could pretty much do the same thing. I mean, someone like Barrios or Paxton, like I said, may go longer. You know, if they're, if they're cruising, they'll let them go, like six innings or so. But some of the other guys, you know, I look at the Twins, I look at, like say, like Kyle Gibson. You know, if he can get through the lineup once – Maybe maybe a second time through four innings or yeah. something like that. I could see them bringing in another one of the starters. You know, so it's it'd be interesting to see how the managers actually manage. Because we're talking about both managers, too, and they're both probably up for the manager of the year. Oh, yeah, so, definitely. Interesting to see how they work it. Yeah, so we kind of we kind of already did like a – a, a series preview for the Yankees and Twins there, so that's what we. What uh, I guess we can just go right into our predictions for that series, even if you want. Yeah, well, we know how that's going to work. <laughs> yeah, we know how. I just yeah, we we both going to save our team, so. But yeah, well, we have to, you know. <laughs> Gotta have faith. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I would, well, I, as I said on Tom Green's pod, I'm saying I'm taking Yankees in five. It'll still go the distance just because, you know, I think I think the Twins will be able to – it might be a back-and-forth type of series. Like, the Yankees take the first game at home, then they – maybe the Twins will take the second one, then the third one. Twins take the fourth, the Yankees take the fifth, something like that. That could be a possibility. So – Yeah, but, I could say well, – I'll go with the Twins in five because I think they – I think they're going to keep it, like you said, like a series between the first four games. And I think game five is, you know, like we said about the wild card, it's one game. Then it comes down to one game. And yeah. anything can happen. Um, someone gets hot, hits a couple home runs. Pitcher, you know, depending on who starts at game five, I don't know how their rotation is going to line up that way or whatever. But um, at that point, it's all hands on deck. So, yeah. I don't know. I, I really think the Twins can take it. So I have faith okay. this year. I'm kind of I'm gonna kind of bounce off of what Tom Green said like, last night. Like he said, uh, if the Yankees, I mean, if the series goes five games, the Yankees are win at home because they're at, you know, Yankee Stadium. And I think, oh, 
I think the, like he said, I think the only chance they have twins really have is if it goes, if they can shorten it to four games. Cause I don't know if they can win at Yankee Stadium. I just don't, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Let me throw this out there. The twins are the only team in the major leagues to have 50 wins on the road this year. Mm-hmm. So they can play on the road. They can play away from time. And they, they were actually the best in the major leagues this year. So that's why I'm saying, like, you know, just because the Yankees have the home field in fifth game, if it goes that far, don't count the Twins out because they can, they can definitely play on the road this year. So, which gives me confidence because that wasn't the case mm-hmm. for a long time with Minnesota. Yeah. They couldn't play on the road. You know, they, they were good at home. They couldn't play on the road, blah, blah, blah. But this has been different. And I think this is a totally different team. I mean, two years ago, I know we faced we faced you guys, mm-hmm. and that was a one-game playoff. You know, so it was one game. Both Barrios and Severino were yeah. nervous. <laughs> Obviously, mm-hmm. the first inning, it was like, you know, Dozier hit the home run, and then Didi comes back and hits the home run in the bottom of the first. You know, yeah. and that was, was one game. This is a five-game series. And I think this is why I think the Twins will get the monkey off their back and actually beat the Yankees. But mm-hmm. – We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, uh, I guess we can move on to the the, uh, the next team, which would be the well, I guess the well, just the wild card teams, Yankee, uh, Rays and A's. So I, um, I guess so, like team MVP and all that stuff. So. Uh, yeah. Raise. God. Oh. Um, MVP. I'd say that's a tough one too for that one. Um, well, Cy Young is definitely Charlie Morton. So that's that's a pretty easy one for Cy Young. That he's been he probably finished as the third, or at least he'll finish top three in the Cy Young running in the for the league. And he's been really impressive this year after coming over from the from the Astros. So that's yeah, it'll be end up being three three uh current or former Astros in the Cy Young running. So that's that's pretty interesting. The Astros like they they've been known for having such great pitching over the last few years and then you know, even even the ones they have still have and then even when guys move over from to a different team they end up still being dominant. Just like I I guess it's just the way the Astros culture is, is it's like their pitching has just been it's gonna be good no matter what, it seems like. Um, I don't know, M V P uh do you wanna you wanna go first for M V P I'm trying to think of who I give it to. Not... Yeah, I'd probably go for M V P. I mean, obviously, like you said, Cy Young, Charlie Morton, yeah. Austin Meadows. I mean, the Rays don't have anybody that really hits the ball over the fence, except for Meadows. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tommy Pham had 21 home runs. They have a couple guys that can hit the ball over the fence. But Meadows, I mean, Meadows missed like 20 games, 15, 20 games this year, and he's still at 33 home runs. Yeah. He's, he's been a steal. We all know the debacle of the trade, how the Rays, <laughs> how the Rays yeah. destroyed. Pittsburgh with that Chris Archer trade and Austin Meadows. You know, and to mention another guy in that trade is Tyler Glass now, mm. who just came back in September from his injury, and he's been lights out. They've been using him as the opener 
but he's been getting stretched out little by little. Like he's pitched two innings, three innings, three innings, and then four and a third in his last um, start, so to speak. So in the last four games, he's pitched 10 and a third innings, but did 16 strikeouts and he's only given up four hits and three walks and no runs. So he's been dominant. He's going to be, I think, the X factor for the race if they get past Oakland. Yeah. I think they could piggyback. I believe they're starting Morton tomorrow. Wild card game. Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So no, they I think go they, with Morton. I think, I think they said Snell for the wild card, actually. Did they? I thought they, yeah. I thought they were going with Morton. Okay. Well, if they go Snell, I mean, you know, Snell had an injury this year, too. If they piggyback Snell and Glasnow, that could be scary for the for the A's hitting. Because, you know, if Snell's on point and he can go five, and you have Glasnow who's stretched out enough to go four and finish the game off. Uh, it's not it's not bad. It's not a bad problem to have right there. Wow. You know, and if they get past the A's, then they can start Morton game one yeah. against the Astros. Morton against his old team. Mm-hmm. You know, so that'll be kind of interesting. So I'd have to obviously cite him, like you said, Charlie Morton, because he's probably top three with Verlander and Cole in the American League this year, as far as the voting goes. Yeah. Um, but definitely MVP for the team. I'd have to go Meadows, yeah. and I'd have to throw in Tommy Tommy Pham as like a second, mm-hmm. just because he was a 2020 guy this year, played solid defense in the outfield. You know, they, the thing with the Rays, they've gotten contrib- contributions from everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, they got 15 guys on their squad that played 50 games this year. So they've gotten a little bit from everybody. You know, Joey Wendell came back, wasn't that great, but he's been decent. Nate Lowe, Brandon Lowe, or Lau, however you say their names. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one one guy's mentioned yeah. pronounced Lau, one mentioned Lowe, pronounced Lowe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But Kiermeyer, Kiermeyer was solid this year. 14 home runs, 19 stolen bases. Obviously, gold glove caliber defense and center. So I mean the Rays got the Rays have a solid team as far as the team goes. They really don't have any stars. No. So it'd be interesting. If they can get past the A's. Yeah. I agree with the you know, I agree with the I agree with your Meadows um, MVP pick. Um I said uh, Morton for Cy Young. Really a player, just an overall of the team. I just I didn't think they were would be able to do as good as they did. Well, I thought I kind of thought the rate the Red Sox would end up you know overtaking them in the second half of the season, but. Surprised they like the Rays kind of fell off there a little bit, and I thought maybe even maybe the Indians would overtake them for the second wild card. Rays still got in there and they're facing off against the A's. So yeah, I thought the Red Sox were going to be better this year too. But so moving on to the A's. Mm-hmm. A's. I'll talk. 
What happened? I'll talk about them a little bit. Uh, the A's. The A's MVP. I mean, for me, it's Marcus Semyon. Mm-hmm. Has really stepped up this year. He played all 162 games this season, which is a rarity nowadays. You don't see that anymore. And he's honestly, he's honestly probably, he's honestly probably third for me in MVP voting in the American League after Trout and Bregman. Mm. I mean, he's he's improved his defense incredibly, and at shortstop, it's a premium position. He's improved great. 892 OPS this year, 33 home runs. The guy's just showing he's an all-around player, leads off of the team. You know, I give Matt Chapman a lot of credit. He's a great – and the, the whole left side of that infield is obviously, you know, they eat everything up. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, Oakland, I'd have to give it to Semyon, but also yeah. to the, – they're in, they've, been, they've been good. I mean, Mark Hanna. Yeah. He had a, you know, he had he had a decent year, twenty six bombs, you know. But obviously, Matt Chapman, Matt Olson at first base, you know, they 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 got a good squad, definitely have a good squad, and they're pitching. I mean, they looked like they might falter this year with training getting, you know, training getting hurt. He was horrible at the beginning yeah. of the year, then he got hurt, mm-hmm. and uh, but Hendricks, Liam Hendricks has stepped up, been great at filling in for the closer role. And even their starters, I mean, Montas was great in the beginning of the year, but he got suspended. Yeah. And Manaya was hurt. He's come back strong. He's 4-0 since he came back in September. Granted, yeah. he hasn't played anybody. I mean, he's pitched against each Seattle and Texas. But, you know, yeah. hey, I'll still take the 4 with 30 Ks. You know? yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, guys like Brett Anderson, Mike Fires, and Chris Bassett, have all uh, sub four ERAs. They're solid. They pitch to contact, which they can do with that team because Semyon and Chapman on the left side of the infield are vacuums. So they, they, it allows their guys like Anderson and Fires, who are contact pitchers, not strikeout guys, it allows them to pitch to contact. And if they continue getting that soft contact, there's double plays all day. So, yeah. That, it, you know, I, I like Oakland going with the preview, too, of the wild card. I mean, we might as well get it out of the way. But um, yeah. I think Oakland's going to take it. I think Oakland just has I think they have more firepower. I think they're, yeah. pitching, pitching can, they're pitching can shut down the Rays because the Rays don't have a lineup. And I think the A's can walk into a few as far as a couple bombs oh, yeah. against either Boston and Oakland's at home. Park. I think Oakland's going to take this one. Yeah, I agree with you there for sure. I, you know, as as we said, as I said last night on the on the Green Pod, he uh, mentioned that you know the crowd is definitely going to be a factor with that. You know, with that ballpark as you said, the you know they get loud in there and they're going to be rowdy, and it's just I think it's going to be a big huge factor in the game. Um, the drums and the bells. <laughs> and then. I, I'm looking here. Actually, they, they the A's just announced that uh, Manaya is actually he is going to start the game tomorrow. So, as you said, he's the last couple, the last few starts, he's won at a now one one point two one ERA. 
is obviously against not so good opponents, but he's still pitched pitched really good since he his since coming back, and I think he'll be able to start strong tomorrow. He gets to raise. So yeah, I'll say I think it'll be fair. Or I think it'll be a fairly close game, but I think the A's are going to take it. Maybe I'll say four to two is my prediction. Yeah, I can see it being a close game. Yeah, I can see four to two, six to four, something like that. Like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I just think that, I just think there's going to be the A's just have their lineup. I think is a little more, has a little more firepower. Yeah, pitching. If they're starting Manaya, Manaya's been hot since coming off the DL and everything. I, the IL, sorry. <laughs> but yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I think they have a. I think they have a little more on their lineup, with pitching being fairly equal in one in a one game playoff. I think the A's have a little more on their lineup to score, and the home field never hurts. All right, so I guess we can go to the National League now. Yeah. So we talked about the all the American League teams, so now let's go to the National League, start with the Dodgers here. So the MVP is pretty – MVP for the Dodgers is pretty obvious with Bellinger as he's probably going to – he's going to potentially win the the league MVP. So he's, he's the obvious choice there. I don't think you have any argument there, do you? No, not at all. Yeah. yeah, I would. I'd say it's Ballinger. I mean, Yelich just even though Yelich has missed the past few weeks, I think Yelich still gives him a fight, and Yelich might actually win it. But I don't know. It's going to be tight, the NL MVP race. But but Ballinger is obviously the Dodgers MVP. Yeah, I just don't think Yelich will win just because he's because he got hurt, and then the Brewers still made the playoffs. They kind of. Hurts his chances. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that's true. It's going to be recency bias. I still like Rendon. I mean, I'm still pulling for Rendon, but what Bellinger did, I mean, I mean, he's had an incredible year. But so is Rendon, and I, I think Rendon's been consistent all year. Bellinger had a great first half, and then he kind of fell off a little bit. I mean, he's been good. Don't get me wrong. So I don't know how much recency bias is going to play into that either, but we'll see. Bellinger, like I said, oh, yeah, you're right. Bellinger is obviously the team MVP. Moving on to uh, Cy Young, if I give it to Ryu, he'll be in the race for the the league Cy Young, and you know he's yeah he. And so, he, and he was. What the hell is going on? Can you hear me? I don't know. You're kind of breaking up a little bit. Oh, uh, it's something came up on the screen that said like trying to connect, like it wasn't connected. I don't know. But yeah, Ryu. He's definitely a daughter. And then, I guess uh, we uh, 
they don't have any weaknesses, Dodgers. So they they're going to be tough, tough team to face, especially their you know their pitching. There's pitching is uh, solid with Ryu uh, leading that. And uh, what are your thoughts on the MVP and Cy Young? Yeah, definitely Bellinger. I mean Ryu. I don't know. I throw him in there. All three of them. I mean, Kershaw. Yeah. Kershaw is not the Kershaw of four years ago, but nevertheless, he's still Clayton Kershaw. And then we know we know about his postseason troubles, but I, that's that's neither here nor there at this point. I mean, you never know. It's a new it's a new season, new postseason. And Walker Bueller has been great. Yeah. You know, so I, they have a tough top three. You know, when you throw in Rich Hill who's kind of an opener and, you know, uh, the only thing that worries me about the Dodgers is their bullpen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kenley Jansen's been a little shaky this year, you know, with the home runs and stuff that he's given up. Um, I, I just don't know the depth of bullpen. I think they're going to have to count on their starters a little more to go a little longer. Mm. But, I mean, their lineup is crazy. You know the starters, like I said, the top three, the top three starters are are great. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. Uh, you know, I don't know who they're going to face in the wild. You know, out of the wild card teams, but th- this is why I also pick Washington to go to the World Series because yeah. I think Washington. I think Washington can beat them. Me too. Yeah. But yeah, I think if if the Brewers can, if the Brewers win tonight, which I don't think is going to happen, but you know, if it does happen, I I don't think uh, I don't think they'll be able to beat the Dodgers. But well, even though last year they did, you know, obviously they did go to seven games last year, but they don't have Yelich this year, so it's, I don't I don't think they have much of a chance if they do make it out of the wild card. So I think the Dodgers' best best matchup would be to, I mean the yeah the Dodgers' best like competition would be the Nationals for sure, especially with their rotation. You know, uh, Corbin, Scherzer, Strasburg. They've been probably the best top three in the league. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, we can move on to the Braves. Braves, I guess, now. Yeah. Second seed. Yeah. uh, I don't know. Do you want to start? Yeah. I'll go to you first for that. Yeah, the Braves have been I – mean, the Braves are, like I said last night, the Braves are uh, were a surprise to me because I didn't think they had the pitching to actually make it. But they, their lineup is crazy. I mean, looking at the beginning of the year, they re-signed Nick Marcakis. Obviously, he wasn't going to have a year like he did last year, and that's fine. But Josh Donaldson has been incredible this year. And honestly, I'd put him as the team MVP because I don't think this was expected. I think I think they thought they'd play Donaldson some until say oops, sorry about that. Until say Austin Riley came up, be able to take over third base and everything. But Donaldson's been uh, thirty-seven home runs this year. He's back like to MVP form, you know, uh, and he's been incredible. He stayed healthy all year, which has been his problem the past few years. But um, I, I would say he's the Braves MVP. I mean, you can look at Acuna, you can look at Freddie Freeman's always there, Ozzy Albies had a good year, blah, blah, blah. But I think Donaldson, 
MVP because he was such a surprise at the kind of production he had this year. I think I'd have to put him there. As far as as far as Cy Young for the team, I don't know. Kind of tough to say, but I'd have to go with Soroka. There's another surprise kind of. They brought him up this year, and he's been lights out. You know, aside from Pete Alonso and Fernando Tatis Jr., who got hurt, Soroka's probably rookie of the year. You know, top three. You know, with Sean Newcomb going to the bullpen, they still got Tehran and Fultonavich. Fultonavich been up and down. Tehran's always solid, you know, but I don't know. I don't know. So that I'd have to go with Soroka as their Cy Young, to be honest, and their and their rookie. Yeah, that's a that's definitely a good pick. And I uh, with Soroka, I think he'll I think he'll end up finishing in the top three of the rookie of the year race. You know, behind Alonzo and probably Tatis, Tatis Jr. second. Maybe even he could end up passing Tatis Jr. to be second. So, you know, with the kind of recency bias with that too, with the injuries or picky. So, but Alonzo obviously is going to win it, so it doesn't really matter who's second and who's third. But, <laughs> but yeah, I agree with the, you know, Josh Donaldson. I think he, I'll, I think he's been the MVP as well, and. He's a surprise for the team as well, too. He's kind of had like a jump start to his to his uh, career. He just came came in to Atlanta and just you know kind of took off again. So it's he's been really good, impressive this year. And you now obviously Acuna Junior. Give got to give him some love too with the way he's played and. Now, still as, as young as he is, he's just he's probably one of the best young players in the league right now. Make make it all the way this year. Yeah, I'd give him a chance. Then, Cardinals. Cardinals are a tough team. Is uh, Jack Flaherty? He's he's uh he's been really he's probably the, he's been their Cy Young this year. He's uh game one. I think they're he'll they're taking one, one lead there with that. I don't, I don't think the Braves are be able to do much of anything against him. So I think that'll get them down early in the series. But then I don't in the series in five. They'll win the last game at home and win the series. It'll be kinda of like we said with the Yankees and Twins, I think it'll be back and forth of four. You know, maybe go go one wins and the first, and then the other one wins the second or whatever. So something like that. And I think it'll definitely be a close series. It'll be interesting to see what happens, who comes out. You know, who comes like who breaks out and and gets hot. So and uh, yeah, I said MVP. Yeah, right now. So Josh Downs is my MVP. Soroka. I know the card. Uh, I didn't see say MVP the Cardinals yet. Um, I know the Cardinals MVP. 
there's been been some guys in there that you can you know talk about. Uh, so now, uh, not really one that like you know stands out as much with them, but they they definitely had some. You know, Yachty is not Yachty or Molina is obviously not the player he used to be, but he's still you know a really good catcher. Uh, he's been solid all year. You know, obviously he's probably he's probably not the MVP, but he he's been he's still been a you know consistent consistent guy there. Because he's been, he's been uh, really solid. So I I don't know what your thoughts are on that. If if I give it to him too. Yeah, I don't know. I'd I'd have to go. I'd have to go probably up the middle for St. Louis as far as the MVP. I mean, Paul DeJong and Colton Wong have both been both been really good this year. I mean, Colton Wong might win a Gold Glove at second base. He's been incredible defensively, you know, and his offense has come around. Uh, DeJong is justifying his extension. I think the Cardinals gave him an extension this offseason. I think five years, twenty-five million or something. They got him cheap. Um, power hitting showstop. So I mean, he's you know he's been good. Goldschmidt, Goldschmidt's Goldschmidt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got a fell off a little in the beginning. He got hot. You know, it's what he is. He's a little streaky of a player. Um, Marcelo Zuna's still around. You know, Yachty is still the rock beyond the plate. I just don't know. Aside from Flaherty, I just don't think I, I'll have to agree with you with the Braves in five. I just don't think the Cardinals pitching is going to be enough to stop the Braves lineup no. in five games. I think, like you said, I think the, the Cardinals could take game one, possibly. But I'll even go so far as to say maybe the Braves take the next three. So I'll go Braves in four. Yeah, I guess they're going to run it. I think they're going to run into Flaherty in game one. He's going to shut them down. But I think the Braves get they get their bats going after that, and I think they can take three in a row. Even if Flaherty comes back for Game Four on short rest, yeah, I think the Braves' bats are just too good. Yeah, I could definitely see four games there for that, and then maybe even they they could end up. You know, if they get to Flaherty, they maybe it's a possibility they even sweep. On to, I can I'm gonna go out and say that that if you know Flaherty doesn't shut them down, they get the offense going in game one, I think they, they have a potential to sweep. Yeah. I'll agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we can move on to, uh, we can move on to the wild cards for the national league now, which is going to be tonight starting at what? Eight, eight, oh, eight Oh five or whatever it is. Something like that. Eight Oh nine. I think. Eight oh, eight oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be a Nationals and Brewers. Uh, Nationals, you know, as we talked about already, with the pitching, their pitching is what's been able to carry them. With their, especially their top three, as we mentioned. So uh, Scherzer, I'd give Scherzer the, the Cy Young. Uh, he's been obviously missed a few games there with an injury, but then he came back. You know, pitched. That one game I was just still think is insane when he came back and like pitched with the broken nose and the he had a black eye. He just looked he looked like he had a, he looked like he was on a mission in that game. And I, 
I think he's going to be on a mission in this uh, this playoffs. I think, you know, as you talked about, they're they're your World Series pick. I think I I could see them going all the way too, and I sure is going to have a mission. And you know, I think he'll carry their the team through to all the way to the World Series. So I'm I'm going Nationals in the wild card game. That's my prediction for that. And then, but uh, Cy Young, Scherzer. Uh, MVP. Um, I I def I go with uh, uh, what the, my mind is blank for a second. I can't think of his name. What the hell? <laughs> Rendon. Yeah, Rendon. Yeah, I, uh, I don't I don't know why I didn't think of it. Yeah, this is Rendon as we as you talked about. He will be in the top three for the league MVP. And he's he's been really really impressive this year, and they, you know, they just uh, offered an extension now too. They just just yesterday they announced that he they offered him an extension, so he'll they're trying to keep him there. He's definitely been a consistent player for them. They definitely a guy they want to keep there. He's he'll, don't want to lose a guy like that. But yeah, it's Rendon, MVP, Scherzer, Cy Young for the Nationals, and then. No uh, weakness, I guess. Well, I guess strength is just their, yeah, as we said, uh, pitching. But I guess uh, well, their weakness is definitely their bullpen. They, if they, you know, tonight if the Brewers get to their bullpen, you know, even even Strasburg, if they get if Scherzer if Scherzer if they only allow Scherzer to go like six seven six innings or something, they uh, Brewers have a potential there to you know get to their bullpen and pounce on them and you know could win by a game a run or two or something like that so i think that's the only the brewers only chance of winning is if they get to that get to the national bullpen because it's kind of it's been shaky this year so but uh we'll see you know if <clears throat> so uh you want to go with yours your uh thoughts on the nationals yeah, <clears throat> like I said, I picked the Nationals-Astros World Series in the beginning of the year, and I'm, I'm sticking with it. The Nationals are always always seem to be the best team on paper going into the season. You know, the Braves took the division, so the Nationals have to play this wild card. But he, I look at it this way. Even if the Nationals play – even if they pitch Scherzer and then have Strasburg come in, say Scherzer for seven, Strasburg for two, they can start the, AL, the NLDS – with Corbin and then go, then go Strasburg because today would be like a bullpen day for Strasburg. And then you've got Scherzer coming back at home for game three. You still have the top three starters set for the NLDS against the Dodgers, which I, I don't see the Brewers. I, I, I can't see the Brewers doing anything against Scherzer. No. The only thing I can see is like they might walk into one, like someone like Mustak is a Grendel, you know, because Scherzer is prone to give up a home run here and there. I also don't see the Brewers shutting down the Washington lineup with Rendon and Soto, Eaton, Trey Turner. I, I, I just don't see it happening. I mean, I think Washington makes – I think Washington shuts them down early, scores a bunch of runs, and I don't see this – honestly, I don't see this being close. Mm-hmm. 
you know. So I think Washington beats them. You know, if I'm going to predict the score, I'm going to say seven to two. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking you know? that too. Something like six to two, six seven to three, or, or whatever. Yeah, the Cy Young is Scherzer. Yeah, but I mean, between even though Scherzer missed time, between Scherzer, Corbin, and Strasburg. I mean, the three of them combined for like I think seven hundred sixty-eight strikeouts this year. Yeah, they all had over, they all had over two hundred thirty. You know, I mean, they just they're just ridiculous. Those top three, the bullpen is going to be the thing. Yeah, but in the one game in the one game wild card today, it's it's not really going to be a big deal because they don't have to bring anyone in. No. They're not going to have to use any relievers. Like Doolittle has been meh this year. Yeah, you know so. I mean, he started off with like what an infinity ERA or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, he's he's been uh, he's been hittable this year. Yeah. You know, he's given up the long ball. He's been getting hit around. I mean, he still doesn't walk really anybody, but yeah, I don't know. He's leaving too much stuff over the plate. Mm-hmm. You know, and but you know, for Washington, they picked up Daniel Hudson at the trade deadline. Oh, yeah. right. Really good yeah. for them. You know, so I mean, using him as a closer, I do little to get the lefties out. I, you know, that might work for them in the playoffs. Yeah, and we'll see how they see how Dave Martinez works that. You know, but I still I think the Nationals roll the Brewers today. Yeah, yeah I'm hoping I'm hoping for a close game, but I just, I don't I don't know if it's it's I don't think it's going to be that close. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so either. But you never know. Yeah. <laughs> like we said, one game, you don't know. That's why we watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I guess we did all – well, we didn't do the Brewers yet, but we kind of talked about – we talked on – talked about the Brewers a little bit in the, in the game tonight. But uh, obviously MVP is Yelich, but he's not going to be in the game. He's not playing as he went down uh, with that injury. But he's been – he's definitely the MVP for the Brewers. As you know, he he had it probably would have. Honestly, I, he he probably could have won. Definitely could have won over Bellinger if he stayed healthy. But you now with the recency thing, with the Brewers still making the playoffs with without him, I don't know if he will. But still, he's been the Brewers MVP. Obviously, with with the home runs sitting for average, driving in runs and all that. But you know, st- keep he picked up where he left off last year, the second half of, the, of last year. And I just I never expected it at all. I thought I thought he would have fallen off a little bit, but he kind of just kept kept on rolling along like he was last year. Yeah, he's been amazing this year. Yeah. You know, it's a shame that they don't have him for the playoff run. Mm-hmm. You know, I I'd like to throw in one of the best free agent signings of the off season for the Brewers for anyone in the major leagues, but. For the Brewers to get Yasmani Grandal. Oh yeah, for sure. Behind the plate. I mean, he the guy's been the guy's been incredible. Plays great defense. Twenty eight bombs this year. Switch hitting catcher. I mean, what more can you ask for? He's arguably. I mean, I'd say, arguably, the top catcher in the major leagues. I definitely put him top three. Oh yeah, for sure. Maybe maybe JT Realmuto. I might put ahead of him. You know, possibly, but I mean, it's it's definitely close. And I mean, for the Brewers to sign him, 
for the Brewers to sign him to the one-year deal this year, I mean, that that was huge for them. Yeah. I, I think I think Randall I think Randall might come up big today. You yeah. know, I don't think the Brewers are going to win, but I would. It wouldn't surprise me if he hits a bomb off Scherzer, if he's the one to do it. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> the pitching was what was what killed the Brewers. Mm-hmm. It's what hurt them last year. It's what's hurting them this year. They have no true ace. Yeah. You know, and I know a lot of the game nowadays is bullpens, bullpens, bullpens. But you look at you look at the teams that are in the playoffs. They have at least one guy that they can rely on. You know, the Brewers don't have that. They have Woodruff, they have Davies, you know, Chase Anderson, like mm-hmm. they, Gio Gonzalez, they brought back. Like, I mean, you know, yeah. they, they just don't have anyone. Their only reliable guy is Hader. <laughs> He's a relief pitcher. Oh, yeah. He's ridiculous. But, you know, I, I just don't say, I just don't see them, even if they happen to get past Washington tonight. Mm-hmm. I can't see them beating the Dodgers. No, I don't either. I think if they make it, there's they're not gonna do what they did last year and even bring it to seven games. I think it will. I think the Dodgers are winning five in that situation. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think so. I was sticking with my original prediction: Washington, Houston in the World Series, and the Nationals are gonna win it. I think the Nationals win the World Series this year. Oh, okay. I do because I think if we go to the World Series, I think the Nationals in Houston, I think the Nationals are the only team, maybe the Dodgers, but with the top three starters yeah. that can match up. Because Scherzer can match up with Verlander. Strasburg can match up with Cole. And Corbin can match up with Granke. Yeah. You know, the lineup is not as good. I think the Astros have a deeper lineup. But – I also think that the Nationals have some really good hitting mm-hmm. with Rendon, Soto, Trey Turner. I, and those guys, those guys are comparable to Bregman Springer and Altuve. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I think in a, in a series, I really think the Nationals can take, take the Astros. All right. So you heard it here first. Nationals over the Astros in the World Series, according to <laughs> – Johnny, <laughs> but um, I guess before we get into too much of the World Series picks, uh, yeah. So we, I guess we can do go ahead and pick our, you know, division series picks as well. Well, obviously we did with the Yankees. We did the Yankees and Twins. We did the Braves and Cardinals. We picked those, but then going to the wild card ones. So. Well, we'll start with the National League, I guess. So we both said Nationals in tonight, so they'll be going out to face the Dodgers. And you know, obviously, you're going to pick the Nationals since you have them in yeah. the World Series. But I'm, I'll go with the Nationals as well. I think, I think they're def- I think they're they it'll go to five games. It'll, it'll be a tough. It'll be a tight series. Yeah, just I, I think the Nationals are their pitching are just go crazy in the series. As I said, Scherzer is gonna be in a mission. I think he's gonna go. He's gonna be insane in the series, shutting down the Dodgers' offense. And I think yeah, the Nationals is in five games. And uh, American League. Um, 
So, uh, did you say? I don't know if we picked the game uh, winner of the AL wild card yet. Did we? Well, I think it's going to be Oakland. Yeah, that's what I think. I I, I don't think it's really going to matter because I think Houston's going <laughs> to going to sweep whoever they play. To be honest with you, I can see that if it's the A's, I can see them possibly going to like four games, possibly taking one game. Yeah, that's a possibility. They're familiar with each other. Yeah. You know, they played each other 19 times and everything, but I don't know. I just – I think Houston's a juggernaut. Yeah. I think the only thing that's going to stop them is serious starting pitching. And that's why I, I think they're going to they're gonna roll yeah. to the American League. Mm. I'd say, yeah, I just – I think that if the A's – if the A's do win a game, it'll definitely be at home. They're not going to win – and they're not going to win a game in Houston. Houston, so it'll be they would definitely have to win, you know, game three because I think the Astros win both games, the first two games, and then maybe the Ast- I mean, maybe the A's will take game three, but then the Astros are just they're cleaned up in the fourth game. Yeah, I can see that. But yeah, so. We both have Astros. Uh, yeah, it'll be both. Well, not both. We both. Yeah, we both have the Astros going on to face. You know, obviously me facing the Yankees, and then you facing the twin. For you, it's the Twins. So, and then the National League, we have we both have Nationals facing off against. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, we both said Braves. So yeah, the Nationals against the Braves. So we won't gonna, we're not going to get into the picks for, for those series yet, but as we got to see what happens here coming up in the next, you know, next week into the next week. So we'll see if maybe hopefully we can get another show going though, and you know, yeah. making our picks for the champ for the championship series, and then eventually the World Series. So it'll be exciting. Yeah, things may change. Going into the next series and everything, yeah. I mean, we all make our picks in the beginning of the year, and things change during the season, and you know, and everything. So, definitely rolling with Washington tonight and Oakland tomorrow, yeah. and then Twins in Washington for the ALDS mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, and for me, it's the same except for the Yankees, <laughs> obviously. Yeah, well, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. And I actually, I'm actually going to be going to Yankee Stadium for game two, so that's going to be exciting. I've, yeah, I've, that's I'm, awesome. Yeah, I'm going to be really excited. Like, I've it's the first playoff game I'm going to, so it's it's going to be crazy in that stadium. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I wish I could make it down, down to New uh, York. Yeah, that'd be cool if we did that. Like, we we met up and then did like a live pod, like right there. Yeah. Yeah, see, I'm working next weekend, so unfortunately, I'm not going to be able. To, but yeah, I'll make that, it down. That would be awesome. I should have planned ahead <laughs> a lot better. No, well, next next year. Next year, we definitely have to hit some games. Yeah, we have yeah. to do something, you know, yeah. to either get together at Yankee Stadium, City Field, Boston. You guys can come up here. I'm up in Boston. I live. I live literally like six miles from Fenway Park. Oh, yeah. I'm like right here. Yeah, mm-hmm. I drive. I drive past it to go to work. <laughs> I work in Boston, oh, yeah. so yeah, it's right there. It's easy to get to. Mm-hmm. 
you know, even if we took the train or an Uber or whatever, I mean, it's so it's so easy to get to. Even off the train station, you walk over the bridge and it's right there on the left hand side. So, oh yeah, hmm. yeah, it's real easy. Yeah, definitely got to do something for sure. Like at least one game for for next summer. Yeah, we'll have to plan it ahead of time. Let's see yeah. who's coming out. See who can meet us. Yeah. Try to get the whole Scorecrow baseball baseball uh, group, like the whole entire group. <laughs> yeah, I know when I was talking to Joey, um, I was talking to Joey not too long ago. Hmm. He was talking about um, for next next year, next, next spring and stuff, uh, coming out to Boston with huh. his girlfriend and stuff. So, yeah. I mean, that would be kind of cool. Yeah. You know, if he came out, if you came up, I know – I know Soupy's in Connecticut, so he's not that far away. Jamie's actually in Boston. Yeah, he works like two blocks away from me in Back Bay. Mm. In you guys, Boston, you guys so. even even met up yet? No, <laughs> we never met up for lunch or anything like that. Like it's just never worked out. But um, I know we could definitely get a few guys here. Yeah, G- I mean that'll be definitely cool. Giro's right in New York, so that's that'll be easy. Yeah, yeah Giro's right in upstate. Yep. And then, uh, what other guys are there? Uh, well, obviously Marcos is in Arizona, so that's not gonna work. Yeah, Matt uh, Matt Bishop is actually in uh, Jersey. He's oh, in South Jersey. Okay, so he's not that far. Yeah, we definitely get together. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess unless there's anything else you wanted to add, I'll just ask you if you want to add anything. You've been. We've kind of covered all the bases on this on this podcast. Yeah, no. Nothing else to add. add. Just, you know, follow us at the Scorecrow. You know, check out the Facebook, Reddit, all that stuff, Instagram, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) All the social media. And uh, like like I said to you before, Alex, we have like 13 articles going out today. We have tons of articles on all the four major sports plus college football. Plus, we throw in a lot of the betting stuff, like DFS and stuff like that. So, definitely. Yeah, it sucks. We never got we never got Joey and Jamie on here. They yeah thought they were gonna come on, but yeah, Joey was working on his DFS article for tonight <laughs> for the wild card game. Yeah. So, all right, man. Uh, yeah, I just I'm also gonna mention here that. I, I actually did make a video, a Yankees postseason hype video. You can check it out on my YouTube page. It's just Alex Keeler, Alex K I E L A R. Just search that up, and you'll find my page. And you just the first, it's the most recent video. So everybody, check that out, share it, whatever, like it, and also subscribe to my YouTube. I I'm trying to make some more videos like that if I have the time. But then also, yeah, definitely. Also, the Scorecard YouTube, of course. We this will be going up there. This podcast will be on there. And then, if we can figure out something with the live, live YouTube, then we can try to do some more of those too. Yeah. But I don't know if it's gonna work. But definitely. Yeah, I gotta put. I gotta play around with it some more. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy that they don't let more people like on one. YouTube. Yeah, I don't know. But they used to, you know, it doesn't. It's weird. Yeah, it's like the only way we can 
it seems like the only way you can do it is like over Skype and then try to figure out some way to like broadcast over from, from Skype to YouTube or something. I think yeah. there's a way to do it. I think I just had to get to figure it out. Yeah. There's, there's got to be some way to do it. I would think. I don't know. Right. Well, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, I should, I should go and get, you know, edit some of the pieces, uh, pieces out of this and try to get it up soon. Yeah, cool. Okay. All right, man. All right. Uh, all right, cool. Yep. I'll talk to you soon. See you. Later.